We here at Stormdar Weather work hand-in-hand with the National Weather Service and other professional weather service agencies as a Weather Ready Nation ambassador. We are avid weather enthusiasts who have studied the likes of Mother Nature for over 30 years. The purpose of this podcast is to provide weather information, facts, and trivia in a manner that is entertaining and easily understood by everyone. "'Twas the podcast before Christmas, and all through the town, the trees and the lights, and the shoppers abound. Corey and Rando have monitors aglow to see if their models predict Christmas snow. The people are asking, will Christmas be white, in hopes that Starndar would say, it might. One way to find out, the models would proclaim, so they got on their computers and they called them by name. Now Euro, Canadian, GFS, and NAM, give us a forecast and not just a sham. But each one was different, causing Stormdar much stress. But we're not gonna hype, they both said with finesse. A white Christmas for all? Is it gonna snow? The podcast before Christmas just might let you know. Hello and welcome back to the Stormdar Weather Podcast. This is episode 99. I'm Rando and this is our Christmas 2019 special edition. Now, I've tried to get some guests on this show uh, and, you know, just things just don't seem to work out. But I am very, very lucky that I have a very special guest Co-hosting with me on this podcast, Marilyn Harper. Welcome to the show. Hello, Rando. (laughs) I am so excited to be co-hosting Stormdar Weather. I'm like trembling. I'm so excited because oh, it's not that excited. So yeah, yeah. I love Stormdar Weather. (laughs) Well, a lot of people do, and you know, uh, we're it's so funny because I was going to try to get uh, Greg and Karen a half pop. They were on last year. And see, this is the part of the problem with having a podcast so close to Christmas. It, it, you know, we're, it's the 23rd and like, you know, we we're trying to coordinate and just everybody, you know, family commitments. Uh, Corey's got some family stuff going on. So he's he's out of town. I'm I'm here and it's like I was helping you move your desk today. And I thought, oh, Marilyn, you want to be my co-host for the podcast? And you said, sure. <laughs> so actually what you're saying is I'm third or fourth choice. You're the best choice. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You are the best choice. Actually, uh, full, full disclosure, um, Marilyn is a very, very good friend of mine. I have known you for decades. Decades. Uh, yes, you were best friends with my wife. Yes. Now, you got, you and Karen met in the 80s, right? Yes, 1984, I believe. Um, Isn't we, that great? Yeah, we were in backstage together at the same time for the play Oliver in for the uh, community theater in Springfield. Uh, Springfield Little Theater. Oh yeah. my gosh. Yeah. So Mar- Marilyn's character actress. My wife is a character actress. And actually, I met uh, my wife at in the theater too. Right. She was doing, I think, Tent Theater. Right, right. Excuse me. And uh, yeah, I was I was MD playing for that in Tent Theater. I mean, now we're going way back. We're talking 85. She said we met in 86. I thought we met in 84. I don't have any idea. I think. Well, let's pick it for 85. 85. There you go. Right in the middle. <laughs> so so I have known Marilyn for a very, very, very long time and just had lots of fun. I I work with her. I play uh, for her. She travels and does stuff. And I go and I, I perform with her. And yesterday, uh, was we did some recording and we had a lot of fun. We baked cookies. Cookies. A lot of cookies. A lot of cookies. It was Randy Doodles. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the personal recipe of Randy. So 
And but he told me that I could have that that recipe. That's true. So you might be able to have that recipe too. Yes, yes. We we did a couple of live live casts on on your Facebook page. <laughs> yeah, and I said anybody wants a recipe, we can. So anybody of my Stormdar listeners, if they want the recipe, just send us an email, stormdarweather at gmail dot com, and I'll gladly give you the recipe. It's a chocolate bomb cookie. It's a cocoa cookie with miniature chocolate chips, and it's kind of like a a cross between, uh, it's a snickerdoodle, but doesn't have cinnamon, but it's chocolate. I mean, how would you describe it? it, it chocolate bomb is good. It's just, like yeah. <laughs> a chocolate, chocolate. It's not like a chocolate chip, because no. it, but it's not like a chocolate, chocolate chip cookie. It's right. like a, a, a little crunchy on the outside, a little uh-huh. gooey on the inside, mm. but not gooey like a chocolate chip cookie. Right, you know the the batter is a different consistency. It's very thick. That's yes. the thing I had to get used to. Is the batter is very 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 thick. Uh, once you and then you have to stir in the chocolate chips and stuff. And well, and my favorite part is really the batter. I know you're, you're <laughs> one of these people that loves the cookie dough. I do. I do. I like to taste the cookie dough too. You know all this thing. I don't really remember too many people getting sick off of. I think that's cookie just dough. a wife's tale. Well, I mean, I've eaten cookie dough my whole life. Yeah, and you haven't gotten sick off of it. Nope. I haven't either. I think I've gotten sick for having too much sugar. Well, <laughs> that's a little different. Yeah, that's a little bit different story. Because <laughs> I like then, the icing, and then I like the cookie dough, and then I like the <laughs> cake icing, and then I like the to eat them. <laughs> well, but the favorite thing, I mean, I'm not my fa- I like making the chocolate cookies, but my favorite part was making those... Um, Sugar cookies oh. because uh, we made the sugar cookies and they're really thick. They're like a quarter or third inch thick. They're just thick. And you need to try one today because you tried one yesterday and it was like, eh, but they've kind of settled today. Oh, no. I tried one today. Oh, oh you did? Not at your house. Oh, that's right because you took a couple home. I took home. a couple home. That's, yes. I but had one today. We got to decorate them and uh, put icing, you know, dip. I showed her the dip technique. I think we've done it before. Anyway, that's just a lot of fun. It's a, to it's do. a, uh, the flick of the wrist and the twirling is yeah. really the key. Speaking of flick of the wrist, I the weather has been so awesome. I was out and played 18 holes of disc golf today. I fed my birds today. Did you? <laughs> you had a lot of birds. It was so funny because I was out on the disc. I mean, it was like 60, 62 degrees and sunny. It was perfect weather uh, out on the disc golf course. And I was at Iserman, which was literally like three blocks from your house. Yes. And, and during the during the uh, I had I was on hole five, I think. And then you texted me and said, "Can can you move?" You know, help, help me move me. my desk. Yeah. So I was like, "Sure, let me finish these holes." And then I you know I went over there. And you know this nice weather is going to continue. We this is kind of strange because some models are suggesting Christmas Day could hit seventy degrees. You're kidding? No, it, it, you know I keep watching the forecast grid. Now the uh, the forecast grid is like what the National Weather Service uh, they we they have a county warning area, and if you go to their their website, which is weather.gov. Not com weather.gov slash Springfield, you go to their site and you'll see the grid of Southwest Missouri. And when you click, like you click on Branson or click on Springfield, that's what we call a grid uh, forecast. And it, the computer generated comes up with their forecast for that click. And sometimes you can click just two pixels over and the forecast might be a little different because the elevation may be different or whatever. It's really kind of cool. But I've been following that. And the past few days, it's, they keep bumping up the temperature. And today, the high was supposed to be 55. So I made the, the daily video. Everybody knows I do the daily video. So, but I do it the night before because I am not getting up at 6 o'clock in the morning to do a video. So, <laughs> so, the, so they said that the video, that, that today was supposed to be mid-50s, 55 or whatever, and then Tuesday be 62. Well, that just got blown out of the water because when I got up this morning, they had bumped the high for Branson from 55 to 63. And then now tomorrow, the high is 68, and I just checked because I did the daily video for tomorrow. Uh, I, I don't know if that's a secret. I shouldn't tell that. I don't know. But, <laughs> but also, 68. Now we know the inside track. The, yes. You know, you know how I do that. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, and, but some of the models are saying 70 degrees for Christmas Day, and I'm thinking, what's up with this? So I have a question for you. Sure. What's that? So I heard one time 
I'm not sure where, and it may be something I Googled, which may or may not be true, that the trees start to um, blossom or start to bloom, start to grow leaves at 70 degrees, that they take their cue from the weather temperature. Is that hmm. true? You know, that I don't know. <gasps> You don't? No, that, that gets into more of the agriculture uh, botany it's thing. It's not or, weather. No. Well, well, I mean, it's weather affected, but, you know, that would kind of make sense because if the weather gets warmer, you know, the trees would wake up and say, hey, spring is here. Must be spring. Yeah. And, and, and let's, let's start budding. Uh, it doesn't sound unreasonable. Wow. So, I bet one of your listeners will... Email in yes. and tell us. Yes, if anybody knows the answer to that, I, I'll do some research after the after the podcast because you know uh, we're going to have a live storm to our weather school, so so we don't have a breakaway. Uh, but yeah, if anybody knows that, send us an email. Uh, message us on our Facebook page, uh, Storm to our Weather on our Facebook or Storm to our Weather at Gmail, and let us know because we are always interested in new information. Absolutely, I know, I know. But you know, this weekend. Nice weather's going to continue. Going to be a little something coming through Thursday. We're going to have partly cloudy skies Thursday. Temperature's going to go down. But then our next huge system is coming in Friday night, Saturday, and Sunday. Now, temperature's going to still be above average. Right now, we're 20 to 25 degrees above average for this time of year. Do you know that? No, the I did not. The average high is about 42 degrees right now. And we got wow. 63 to <laughs> And what, 70. I, what is going on? Well, we're stuck. A big ridge of high pressure. That's basically what's happening. Uh, uh, we're, we're in a, I hesitate to say an omega, but it's kind of, that's what that high is doing. Omega, uh, you know what an omega looks like. So there's a bubble of high pressure over the southeast, and that's bringing all this warm air up into the midsection and then around. So it's kind of like a summertime high when you have those dog days of August and summer. That high just sits there and you have all this, this hot air. Well, this is a wintertime high and it's causing uh, disturbances to come down the west coast of the United States around to the, the Arizona area, kind of the Four Corners area. And then they bump into the edge of that high pressure and they start riding. And they ride up through Oklahoma, then through up through Kansas, and and that's kind of what we're doing now. So our next system we've got our eye on comes in, but it looks like all rain at this point. Oh, I, I would like it to get colder for snow. I love you snow. You know, I think I want one good snow. Yes. That's what I want. And I, it, it, we, I've said this on the podcast many, many, many times. It's like just one big snow, last a couple of days, and then go away and I'm done. I'm ready for tornado I season. <laughs> I agree. Now, you, you, you were brought up in Parsons, Kansas, correct? I was. I am a Parsons, Kansas native. Nice. Now, you get more snow up there, right? Or we did, yes. Um, you know, the weather has changed so much since I was grew up in Parsons. Yeah. You know, it, it's changed here even in the past 10 or 15 years. It has. You know, they, we used to get snow here in Missouri. We always would get snow in Parsons. But it for the past couple of years, three or four years, they haven't had much snow. That's it's crazy. It is. It's like, you know... Some predictions are having, uh, you know, it get colder in some parts of the world, mm -hmm. and we're getting warmer. Not warmer in the summer, because the summer was not bad. The, yeah, the, this last summer of 2019 was kind of average. We had a couple moderate, of hot days in it, yeah. But, but yeah, it was, it was just... Very moderate. Yeah, and and Noah has released their uh, March or January through March 2020 outlook, and it's all, they're saying, average Average temperatures or average winter. Um, so, but I'm ready for the new normals to come out because the we all know for a fact this has been measured. You know, I mean, climate change is such a stigma and everything. I say that it's a global warming event because that has been proven. The av average global temperature is rising. So that's why I say, but the climate is changing. You know what I mean? Some, some things you can't dispute. <laughs> right. But 
I think Corey and I we have been talking on this podcast when we were young. I mean, he's much younger than me, <clears throat> but, and you're much younger than me. <laughs> well, not much, not much. A some bit, younger, some, some younger. But yeah, when when we were kids. Christmas would be white. Yes. Yes. I mean, it would be cold and white many times. Many Christmases would be white. Yeah. And we would have two weeks, three weeks snows on the ground. And then it would, then it would, they would melt and, and then they would snow again. Yeah. Yeah, that's that, that's that cycle. But that whole cycle of the cold and the warm and the cold and warm, if you average that out, it's getting a little warmer. So we are having these you know, kind of cold. See, you know, November was nuts. November is, is way colder than December, which is totally flip-flopped. It's backwards. Right. <laughs> you know, and then January, who knows what's coming on. As long as this big high is over the southeast U- United States, this is this is what we're going to get. So that high wow. is coming. Now, yesterday, it got really crazy in Florida. There were tornado watches. There was a little system uh, that moved through the southern states. It's what gave us the cloud cover, uh, s- what's today, Monday, Saturday. And uh, it w- didn't really have a lot of rain with it, but it moved down into Florida. And Key West, Key West was under tornado watch. Uh, southern Florida was under a tornado watch. It was the craziest thing. And that's that big high. Systems are going around the high and down there to Florida, and which I... Uh, it's December. These December storms in the south. Isn't that really unusual for Florida, that far south? The um, Keys, the Florida Keys, to have tornadoes? Well, to get tornadoes, it is, yeah, kind of unusual. For them to get thunderstorms, just average rain and thunderstorms, it's not that unusual. But no. the dynamic of it, it would be, you know, tornadic. And I don't know. I haven't checked. I was going to check today to see if they actually had tornadic activity uh, there was a tornado watch and uh, that's what i i was watching but i didn't see if there was any actual tornadoes but the radar was just lit up with thunder and lightning and um so i, I go to the earth cam uh, key west earth cam uh what, what oh shoot what is the name of that irish kevin's uh they got an earth cam right there and uh a lot of times, you know, I I I watch that Earth Cam because like, oh, it's Florida. I want to be down there where it's nice and shorts and flip flops and go. But I tuned in last night, torrential rain, and you could see the lightning on the cam. It's like, ooh, that's wow. kind of cool. So I love that. That is cool. <laughs> yeah, and and uh, what the the GFS is saying. Uh, something is going to develop around that same area uh, on the 4th of January. Now, it's not even Christmas yet, so the GFS is kind of painting some eye candy. We don't really latch on to anything long-range. That, that's, that's a rule we have here at Storm Door Weather because a lot of people will take a three-week model projection, usually a GFS because it goes out that far, of maybe a huge snowstorm or a huge ice storm, and they start posting it for clicks all over the Internet. Then we have to step in and say, okay, hold your horses. Don't make us pull out the hype train. <laughs> <laughs> the hype train. Yes, the hype train. We, we have a drop. You want to hear it? Yes. Okay, this is the hype train. Hype train. Because when we have to pull out the hype train, we have to tell all of the people, it's like, do not do that. Models, after about five days, their accuracy level starts going way down. So you can't take something three weeks out and say, oh, my gosh, it's going to rain. You can't do that. So we have to pull out the hype train. But that's basically what it is. Uh, let me look at my outline. Oh, yeah. Talked about the big system. Oh, astronomical winter. Happy astronomical winter. Thank you. Happy astronomical winter to yes. you. Which differs from meteorological winter. Oh, Meteor- how is that different? Well, meteorological winter, uh, there, there's a few factors, but uh, meteorological winter starts on the first day of the month that the astronomical season starts. So, so uh, meteorological winter started December 1st. So in spring starts in March. So meteorological spring starts March 1st. It, it's basically they have, part of it has to do with record keeping because the solstice and the equinox are not always on the same day. Right. Sometimes it's March 21st, sometimes it's March 20th, sometimes it's March 23rd. Sometimes winter is on December 20th, sometimes it's on the 20th, you know. So it it's it basically for record keeping or uh 
you know, the, it's the three considerable coldest months of the, you know, December, January, and February. That's the coldest months. So they'll make all three of those months the meteorological pattern. So anyway, which differs so from astronomical. I learned something now. Did you? I did. Well, here, I'm going to give you some applause. Oh, yeah, see, I love applause. So you, you learned something over here. <laughs> But it, it uh, occurred on Saturday, December 21st, 2019, at 10.19 p.m. I think we were just out of our show. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Our show last, yeah, the, the Hughes Brothers, Hughes Brothers Christmas show. Um, that Saturday was our last uh, show until Friday. So we got this week off. Yay. And it's weather's warm. That's why I'm going disc golfing. That's why I'm going, I've been, we've been baking. I got baking and and stuff to do. And since it's this is our Christmas show, I have questions. Oh. So Christmas we can discuss questions? There, these are Christmas questions. Yes. I, I can't talk. Okay. So they're kind of conundrums in a way. So we'll, we'll both talk about it. Okay. So question one, would you rather stay at home and cook or go out and eat for Christmas Personally? day? Personally? Yes, personally. Hopefully. I would rather go out and eat. You would rather go to a restaurant, really? <laughs> I would. Because there are several. Uh, and, I want somebody and, else to cook for me. Oh, really? Uh, and, it's different, though. I used to cook all the time on Christmas Day. Uh-huh. And all the, you know, my son and his family, and my first husband and his family, <laughs> they would all come to my house and create those Christmas memories. Oh. And so I would spend all day cooking and cleaning, and by the time we got to... Christmas dinner, I would be exhausted. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> and, you know, let's not do this. Let's go out. And they would come eat and go. And then I started traveling more. Uh-huh. And so I uh, am not attached to all the cooking and all the frivolity because they stopped doing it because I did. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, a lot of people go out. Yeah. So many, I mean, there's so many restaurants open on Christmas Day now. It's insane. Um, not all of them, but the vast is, majority. It's kind of sad. Well, you know, it's kind of sad that the people that have to work on Christmas Day, they may not want to work. That's true. I mean, even Walmart closes for a little window there. They used to close all day long on Christmas Day. Yeah, I think, don't they open back up at six now? I, I don't know. Oh, I don't know. Oh. However, I always, whenever I go into a restaurant or a shop or get gasoline or anything on Christmas Day or any holiday, I always thank the person that's working. Yeah. And say, thank you so much for working. And they always seem so surprised that I would acknowledge that. Yeah, or, or maybe give them a little extra bump on the tip because it's they're having to work yeah and that is true i mean i don't even know if retail gives double time anymore or or restaurants or whatever you know i don't have any idea my dad was a truck driver and you know in the trucking industry and he made his 40 hours a week and then you know time and a half overtime like used to yeah and then you work on a holiday you get double time i think that I don't know. People may not still do that. Who knows? I have no idea. Well, I, I know my mother loves to cook, and she listens to this podcast religiously. So, hello, mother. <laughs> hello, uh, mom. <laughs> yeah, she, she's, she's going to cook again this year. The whole family Aww. goes up. Um, so, it's, I mean, I, I cook, but I cook, like, what am I going to cook? I, you saw my li- Oh, potato, mashed potato. I do the mashed potatoes and the dinner rolls. Yes. Because I found this dinner roll thing. So, I cook that. And then I take it up there, and then Megan and her family come up, and then Mom has the ham and all sorts of... I almost said stuffing, but that's turkey. <laughs> I, I'm cooking this year. You are cooking this I'm, year. I'm cooking a gluten-free... Ah. Um, let's see. Gluten-free brownie cupcakes with peanut butter. Health food store peanut butter inside. Didn't Joy make yes. those for me? What They are delicious. They are delicious. I am not gluten-free. I am... The more gluten, the better for me. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and so, I mean, I, I'm like one of these people that I will try anything, but I go in kind of skeptical. I had one of those things. They are delicious. They're addictive. Uh, they are very, very addictive. Yes. Okay. So, uh, second question. What is your favorite Christmas dinner meat? Ham. I'm ham as well. Some people do uh, uh, like chicken. Some people so, do turkey. Somebody and do, it's like, some do turkey again. And, and what is, they used to do goose, geese, goose. Right, uh-huh. Your Chris, cook your Christmas goose. That, that's true. Duck. I've never had goose, and I don't think I, I want goose. I don't either. I, I like my geese picking out of my yard. <laughs> <laughs> you got a lot of geese in your yard. I do, <laughs> I, do I do. Okay, so 
Favorite Christmas dessert? Uh, Randy Doodle cookies. Seriously? <laughs> wow. Now, uh, let's see. Uh, my favorite Christmas dessert. I know I, what mine is. What is yours? The sugar, those sugar cookies. Uh, Homemade sugar cookies. I uh, love them. Sugar cookies are my favorite in the, uh, outside of snickerdoodles or Randy Doodles. Randy yeah. Doodles, snickerdoodles, and sugar cookies are my have, three favorite cookies. I need to make some snickerdoodles again. I okay. Haven't done it. But they're gluten. <laughs> I make the gluten. You know, gluten. you can make gluten-free. I could, but I don't. <laughs> you can make the gluten-free. <laughs> I've done it once. That was enough. <laughs> that, that was enough. Okay, next question. Open presents on Christmas Eve or on Christmas Day? You know, I prefer to open them on Christmas morning. Hmm. I really do. Uh, I think it goes back to a, when I was a kid. We got to open one present on Christmas Eve. And the oh, rest, I think I did that too. Yeah, and the rest of them, there were Christmas morning. And it, it, yes. You know, I, I, I still like that. I think it's kind of cool. Now, for, for years, uh, Karen's daughter, Megan, uh, they would have several families to go to. And we would always, like my family, we would always have Christmas celebration on Christmas Eve. Yes. And then we would do that, and then Logan would go to the, the next set of grandparents, and they would celebrate on Christmas Day. And my, my mom can correct me on this, but I think it's my father told me, it's like, well, your mother can't wait till Christmas Day to open her presents. <laughs> you know, I can see that being factual. <laughs> Knowing your wonderful mother. I know. <laughs> I can see her being so excited about Christmas that she didn't want to wait. <laughs> <laughs> and the funny thing is now I'm getting to that age. It's like she and I talk about it. It's like, yeah, I don't want anything for Christmas. <laughs> I was just not getting any. any <laughs> give me a card. Give me give me a $20 bill. We're good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I don't want anything. <laughs> okay. And the last... Uh, question, eggnog? I love eggnog. I do not love eggnog. Oh, really? No, I, I, I love the, the fake eggnog, like Highland Dairy eggnog. Not the kind that you make with the rum and the all that homemade oh, yeah. eggnog. I like... In I the like, carton. I like it in the carton. Yes, thick and sugary and... Dairy. <laughs> now, I tried eggnog when I was really young, and I did not like it. I must admit, I haven't tasted eggnog in decades. So I might like it again. But I... Highland Dairy Eggnog. Highland Dairy That's Eggnog. That's the best. Okay. Do you put like any I don't paprika put a thing or in cinnamon on? Nothing? Nothing. Just open up the carton. <laughs> With out of the carton, yes, exactly. <laughs> I love it. I can't oh buy it because I'll just drink the whole thing. Oh my gosh! You know my mother's that way with candy corn. Don't give her a package of candy corn, so she really? will not stop eating the candy corn. <laughs> anyway, I was thinking about getting her candy corns, and then I realized no, I don't want to give her sugar overload, so we're not going to do that. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, so, you know, I just was thinking of those conundrum questions because there's so many different, you know, different people celebrate different, differently all the time. I mean, if, if it were just me, I mean, I think I would throw a ham in. Yeah. You know, but I'm also in the entertainment industry. You know, we, we have a, a show on Thanksgiving morning and right. we're almost sold out. Isn't that amazing? It's it's it, the whole entertainment, especially in Branson. You know, it's just so different. I mean, you, you used to work in yes, in, in, in absolutely Branson, at the hotel here. Didn't absolutely, you? I worked on th on Thanksgiving. I worked on Christmas. Yeah, you know, and you know, it, it's so amazing that that well, we are their entertainment for the holiday. Yeah. You know, and exactly. you know, people. I got I got cards for Happy Hanukkah. <laughs> nice, yeah. I know. I love that. <laughs> ha yeah, Hanukkah. There, there's uh, Kwanzas around here. There's so many Christmassy, Christmassy, holiday, holiday ish type this of is thing. The, yeah. This is the holiday season. It is. I don't have a holiday drop on here. Mm -hmm. I do have a baby sneeze, but I'll I'll I, so I hit the. I have a question yeah. for you. Okay. What's what that? is your most memorable Christmas when you were growing up? What's the one thing that really stood out when you were growing up? Wow. The one thing that really stood out to me was the way my mother decorated the Christmas tree. Oh. Our family, we would, I would go with my dad, and we would actually go out. He had a friend 
with, with a lot, and we would go out with the truck and the axe or saw or whatever. I was really young, so it's, I don't know if it's an axe or a saw. We would actually cut down our Christmas tree, bring it back. We, uh, I, think, I think we hung it in the garage, I think. Yeah. And then you put it in the thing, and you had to keep water in it. And my mother would just decorate that thing. And the tents, I mean, it was an event. Isn't that wild? It's not, That's wild. It's not the, not the presents under the tree. It's the actual tree, live tree, and that smell. Oh, my gosh. Oh. What's yours? What's yours? Well, you know, <laughs> I had four brothers and sisters. And there, my little brother was eight years behind me, so he wasn't even around at this point. And my mom and dad, and I came from a, you know, we were a religious family. We were in church every Sunday, and, you know, with the, when we had a Christmas Eve celebration, we did that. But back when I was just really young, they didn't do Christmas Eve celebrations mm. at church. Mm-hmm. They, they do now, but they didn't then. And <laughs> when I was, I think I was four or five. Oh, yeah. Okay. I could just... I couldn't even read. Uh, and I directed my family. We, I, I had my mom circle the parts in the Bible oh. that told the Christmas story. And I assigned the parts to all my brothers and sisters. <laughs> I and love it. My love mom it. and my dad to read the and tell the Christmas story. So I had this little pageant. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> At That's like amazing. four or five years old. <laughs> It's like, and I'm still creating pageants. You know, theater has <laughs> been in your blood ever since you were little. Absolutely. So is this like pretty much every Christmas you would have to have to create? Yes. Oh, Every Christmas. And until then one year, the church did a Christmas Eve service. It was like, what? <laughs> they stole my me. idea. <laughs> <laughs> so, of course, we had to go, and I didn't get to do that. And then we came home and opened one present, and that was it. I was going to say, you probably went there and just pouted. It's like, you stole my idea. I don't want to go here. <laughs> probably. <laughs> How cool. It was. Well, well, that and it was snowing almost every Christmas. Absolutely. I don't know. Well, I think it's time to get to the Stormdar Weather School. We did this last... Uh, last year, but we have a bunch of new listeners, and we are on different podcast outlets now. We got on Pandora, we got on iHeartRadio, we got on oh, it starts with an S. Oh, Spotify, Spotify, We're on Spotify now. Uh, thank you for like launching our our podcast up there. It's just a fun little local podcast that I like to do. But uh, since we have all these new listeners, I think I'm we're, we're going to do this again. So uh, let me play the intro to the weather weather school. If there's something about the weather that you want to know, stormed our weather school. So, we are going to don't you love my little drop? It's called Soundboard. I love it. It's a free little little app. Uh, it's called Soundboard. You can and I got all the little little drops in here. Anyway, some Christmas historical Christmas climatology for Springfield. Now Branson doesn't have its own climatology because we only have what's called an AWAS, uh, Automated Weather Observation System, at our airport, which is not government controlled so we don't have like records but with our new storm door weather station on my roof we're going to see if we can fix that so this is for springfield uh and you can help me with this too so the warmest christmas ever in springfield was 74 degrees in 1889 and we're gonna get Upwards close to 70. <laughs> we might even hit 74. Uh, doubtful, but mm, I mean, because it keeps going up and down. But what would happen if we would get in the upper 60s to around 70 on Christmas Day, this would put us in the top, I think it's within the top five warmest Christmases ever. Wow. Yeah. The coldest Christmas ever was 10 below zero. In 1983, which wasn't that long ago. I remember in 1983. Yeah? Yeah, I remember that Christmas. Were you, now, were you in Parsons at that point? I Oh, 83? You were probably in Springfield. I was in, actually, I was in Kansas City. Oh, it's probably colder there. Yeah, I was. It was 17 below zero. Oh, for Christmas yeah, Day. Yeah, it was Crazy. awful. Uh, the wettest, uh, now, not meaning snow, we, need, yeah, we mean uh, rainfall, is one... Point four seven inches in 1888. 
wettest. The wettest in 1888. When did they start tracking the weather? I knew you were going to ask me that. <laughs> Uh, the weather, ser- weather service has been around probably about 134 years. Now that's a rough guesstimate. Don't you know? Don't don't send me nasty emails. But it's around 132, 134 wow. years. So yeah, they probably just started. They're like, hey, we're going to get the wettest. <laughs> okay, uh, what we the coldest high, which is which is what we call the lowest maximum. Tip, like maximum is the high temperature, is seven degrees. As a high in 1983. <laughs> Same year that you had the 10 degrees below. Below zero, right. So 1983 was a frigid year. Uh, the warmest low, meaning uh, the overnight low that the temperature gets, uh, the warmest low, 58 degrees in 1998. So wow. the temperature didn't drop below 58 degrees. That's like balmy. It's kind of like today. Yeah. You know? I mean, our now our overnight low, our morning low for tomorrow is going to be uh, around 42, which is really our normal high. Right. So our morning low tomorrow is going to be our normal high. <laughs> That's, That's crazy. wild. Uh, last time snow fell on Christmas Day was in 2010. And we had a tenth of an inch, which what we call is a dusting. <laughs> we don't even call that snow, do we? No, nah, no, not really. No. Uh, the last time any snow was on the ground on Christmas Day was the morning of 2009. So oh. that's 10 years ago. Uh, most snow to fall on Christmas Day was three inches in 1892. There we go. Way back then when it used to actually snow in December. <laughs> Wow. I, I always could, thought it snowed more on to, in Christmas. Used to. That's huh. why Bing Crosby and his white Christmas, I mean, so now now we, we should call it green Christmas. We yes. should change it. So I'll write, I'll write that in. Uh, and the most snow on the ground on Christmas Day, nine inches in 2002. Uh-huh. So, uh, yeah. And I think I, I remember that. I think Corey remembers that, too. And for contrast, the average high uh, on Christmas Day for Springfield is 43. The average low on Christmas Day for Springfield is 23. So 40s and 20s. And it probably won't get much colder than that. I think the lowest average high we're going to get is like 41. And, the, and, and then they're going to start going back up again. So, you know, we just had spring. Uh, our winter, spring is less than three months away. It's almost spring now because the trees may think it's spring and start budding. I hope somebody <laughs> does write, write in and so let too. us know. Cause, cause, I want to know. know. Inquiring I, minds. We want to know. <laughs> oh, goodness me. So there, that was our little weather school for, for Christmas climatology. So, okay. So now I have this. Say, have that on my on my papers here. Something I thought was fun, and I I spent and I didn't know these either. So, uh, oh, and you don't have it over there. So, our listeners can play along with us. I, I'll give a little pause before I tell the answer. Uh, and trust me, most of these I had no idea. So, I'm really bad at Trivial Pursuit. I you know I I always hope when people get together to play Trivial Pursuit that there's an odd number because I want to be the card reader. Because uh, yes. I don't, I don't. <laughs> you know, I'm so bad at Trivial Pursuit that the other team feels so sorry for me, they cheat for me. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, that's great. That's great. Wait, I have to get a little bit, get a little bit of laughter in there. So, <laughs> Oh, I love it. Okay, so uh, listeners, play along a little. Now, this is Christmas trivia. It's not weather trivia, but this is our Christmas podcast. So weather, or Christmas trivia. In the early 1800s, the first gingerbread houses were reportedly inspired by what famous fairy tale? Hansel and Gretel. Ding, ding, ding. Wait, do I have a ding? Ding, 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 ding. Right I don't answer. have a ding. You don't have a ding? How could you not have a ding? Wait, I have a sneeze. <coughs> I have a buzzer, but I don't have a I need to have a ding on here. Okay, so when you get one right, I'm going to do the baby sneeze. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> so I, I think I have like 10 of these. Okay. What well-known Christmas carol became the first song ever broadcast from space in 1965. Twas the night before Christmas. Uh, well-known Christmas, Christmas carol. carol. Christmas carol. Oh, joy to the world. Mm. Oh. <laughs> I wanted to use that. No, jingle bells. 
Really? I had no idea. I thought that was so cool. Well, probably because it's non-religious. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. They, I mean, it's from space. They broadcast it from space, so maybe Jingle I'll... Bells from space. Yeah, Isn't that cool. I should know that. <laughs> I did know. I idea. know that now. <laughs> you know that now. Smart. <laughs> okay. So, what parade was first held on January first, eighteen eighty-six? Was it the Macy's Day Parade? Or, or the, no. um, uh, what's the, uh, uh, Palm Springs, Palm... California, you're on the right yes, track. Yes, yes. Oh, what's that city? Uh, uh, well, not, not the city. The snow, it, the Rose Parade. Tournament of Roses. <laughs> I'll give it to you. <coughs> there, okay. So you, got, so you got that. Good, yeah. Okay. I did not know this, and this is a music question. Okay. Who first recorded... Here comes Santa Claus. I had no idea. Um, either Gene Autry or Burl Ives. Gene Autry. <laughs> you knew that. I'm so smart. You are smart. I didn't know that. <laughs> wow, I'm impressed. Gene, he also recorded Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. First? Well, I maybe I not first. Not, maybe not first. But Oh, my gosh. You're yes. smart. I'm smart. I, I, feel, I feel stupid now. Okay. What country... Started the tradition of exchanging gifts. I thought this was fascinating. I, I think it was a Dutch country like the Netherlands or something like that. No. No. Italy. The really? Romans. The Romans started oh. that. I had no idea. Okay. Okay. Here's one that's kind of obvious. Okay. What is the most popular tree topper? A star. An angel. Oh, really? No idea. I wouldn't have known that. Okay. In what country did the Christmas tree tradition begin? Uh, Like Belgium or someplace like that? Close, but... (laughs) No cigar. Germany. (laughs) Germany. Germany. I I should know that. I don't know. Okay. So these last three are... Tri- uh, trivial pursuit. Our last three are multiple choice. Oh, okay. okay. And so I'll, I'll listen I'll... closely. All right. So, in what year did Rockefeller Center start putting up its famous Christmas tree? Is it 1955, 1933, 1997, or 1945? I say 1933. <coughs> Yes, it was 1933. Do you know why I voted for that? I have no idea. It's because uh, Miracle on 34th Street (gasps) was made in 1934. That's brilliant. That's brilliant. Oh, my gosh. See, you're much smarter than me. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Uh, In what year did Hallmark introduce the first manufactured Christmas cards? Was it 1953? 1843, 1898, or 1915? What was B again? B was 1843. No, it would be 1898. Eight. Yeah. 1898. Oh, no. 1915. 1915. 1915. Like, I don't know. <laughs> you know. But that's I think everybody's playing at home is going to have a little fun yes, on this. Yes, okay. yes, absolutely. Yeah, okay. So last one. I know. I, know. I love these. I, I, love, I mean, I, I got found a site that had like 100 of them. It's like, I'm not going to do 100 for the podcast. So, <laughs> Okay. In what year did Santa's travels start being tracked by NORAD, which is the North American Aerospace Defense Command? Is it 1978, 2000, 1960, or 1955? In what year did Santa's travels start being tracked by NORAD? I think 1978. Oh, 1955. So I'm smart at some things. I can tell you all about Gene Autry. I know. (laughs) Smarter than me. 1955? They even had NORAD back then? I, I, I was looking at this question going, yeah, did the, the North American Aerospace Defense Command... Has it been around since 1955? That was when that was when they used to do, you know, the sci-fi TV car, comic books. Oh, really? Yeah. 
So oh, and 55? Okay. I guess. Or, I don't back, know. Back I was then? just a tiny baby. I was just a spot. I wasn't even <laughs> thought of yet. <laughs> okay, well, that was Moving fun. Moving on. <laughs> okay, put that in file 13. All right. <laughs> I'll pick that up later. That's how my disc golf game went today. I couldn't hit anything, but anyway. <laughs> okay, so it's time to get on to the next segment. It's the weather word of the week. And we always toss the Stormdar Weather Weather Word of the Week to our guest. So what is our Stormdar Weather Weather Word of the Week? Our Stormdar Weather Word of the Week is ice fog. Yay! Yay! And what does ice fog, what's the definition of ice fog? Ice fog is a type of fog consisting of fine ice crystals suspended in the air. It occurs only in cold areas of the world as water droplets suspended in the air can remain liquid down to minus 40 degrees Fahrenheit. Ooh, Ooh that is cold. <laughs> it should be distinguished from diamond dust. Mm. A precipitation of sparse ice crystals falling from a clear sky. Yeah, yeah, diamond dust. It's a really cool phenomenon, diamond dust is. Uh I might make that as the storm door weather weather the word weather word of the week at some future night. Yeah, when when the atmosphere is so cold, I mean like cold, like like Alaska in January cold. I'll and be in Alaska in January. I know, you know? I know, and I want to go, but I don't want to go in January. Yeah, we'll I talk get about it. that later. But yeah, it's usually when high pressure is involved. Uh, if you think about it this way, uh, you're washing dishes and you have a sponge. Okay, and you wring out that sponge. Okay, and you just wring it, wring it, wring it out. Well, it's pretty much dry-ish, you know. So you lay it down on the counter. Well, when high pressure comes along and pressure exerts on the atmosphere, think about it. If you exert pressure on that sponge and there's enough pressure, there's still going to be some water, residual water coming out of it. Mm-hmm. Well, in the way the weather works, you have this moisture in the air and you have the pressure squeezing on it so hard that sometimes it creates tiny uh ice crystals it because of the pressure and even though you the sun is shining and stuff you'll see it it looks like it's kind of snowing even though the sky's clear because, How cool is that? Yeah. And sometimes that's that's happened uh here I remember it happening in Branson one afternoon when we had a huge high-pressure system come over, and it had just rained or snowed or something, and it, the pressure was so, it was like 30.70. It was really, really, really high, and it was very, very cold, and you go outside, and it looked like little snow was falling, and it was clear. Wow. It's so cool. Wow. I love that. So. Uh, you are a weather geek. <laughs> I'm def- 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 definitely a weather geek. I, yes. use, I say that with the utmost of respect, too. Oh, of course. Of yes, course. absolutely. I, I mean, we've been called everything from weather geeks to weather weenies to uh, our technical our technical title, I guess, would be an avid weather enthusiast. You are an avid weather yes. enthusiast. Yes, I think about making a, a group. Uh, I don't know. There's there's tons of other avid weather enthusiasts around here. They're they're wonderful. Uh, for the most of them are. Uh, you get some hacks every now and then, but you know, we, you know the, the the real ones get in there and say, look, you you know, you don't know what you're doing. The weather is fascinating. The weather is fascinating, and uh, you know, it, and it's hard to predict. Yes. And uh, the the cool thing about it is, is like people like, you know, me and Corey and like all of our our, our other weather weenie friends we have here in Branson. It's like, you know, we coordinate with each other, you know, especially when there's a severe event coming on because we love it so much. Uh, (laughs) Our our buddy Daryl goes out. uh, He's out on the field and he does lots of videos and stuff. And sometimes he'll report back in. We've we've got uh, our friend Jason down in uh, Ridgedale area. I mean, we got tons of people that we coordinate with. And the whole goal is to work together to protect the public. That's our whole goal. Absolutely. That's and it's what we so do. wonderful. I, in fact, I have come over 
on when there were tornado sirens going off to be in your basement. <laughs> that was so fun. It was so fun because I knew it was in June, yeah, so around June yeah. or whatever. And I, I remember, you know, tornado warning coming over here. And I remember you calling me. He's like, should we come over? <laughs> <laughs> and they, he said, the well, thing. if you're going to come, come, come now. Come now. <laughs> I know because it takes, was it nine, what we, nine Eight minutes? minutes? Eight minutes to get from your place to my place. And this thing was approaching from the southwest, and it was, I think, in Stone County yeah. already. It's like, I didn't think it would. It was going to really hit Branson, and it was more of a circulation than it was something on the ground like a tornado. Right, like right. people would think of a tornado, like a Joplin right. tornado. Um, but it was so fun. I did a live cast. I remember you and Joey were sitting there. And yeah, and I was out there watching it. It's like, come on, we need to go downstairs because I have a basement. You don't have a basement. I don't have a basement. I wish so, I did. Yeah. Well, you, you come over here. I can and, come over here. And, and I think. <laughs> and you, I know stormed our weather, so I will always be warned. Yes. <laughs> we will bring you the best, me or Corey. We will post and post and post and post and post. Oh, gosh, Marilyn, it's been a blast having you on. It's been so much fun. You've got to come back and do this with us sometime. I would love to. I want to get a whole, whole bunch of people together. This is episode 99, and we are working on episode 100. Uh, wow. I want to do something special, and we have some things in the works, but what will what will probably happen is we'll just have our normal 100th episode down here right <laughs> in, my, in my basement. Uh, we are not going to have a podcast next week. It's just too hectic. Uh, right now, so if you're listening, I'm sorry. I, I might do just a just a short drop next next week, but it's not going to be our official hundredth podcast. Uh, so we're we're going to work that out and be back in January. Yeah, which January is right around the corner. It it's, is it's a week a from week, a week from Wednesday. I know, I know. Amazing, man. 2020. I know. 2020 is coming down the pike. This is the time science fiction movies were written about. (laughs) (laughs) Well, remember what they say in the year 2000, we were going to have flying cars. Yes. (laughs) You know, and in in the year 2017, we have self driving cars. I don't think I want to get in a self driving car. That's just me. I would love to have a self-driving car Well, myself. you can sleep. Well, you travel everywhere, though. Everywhere. I would love to be able to get in the car, program it, and go to sleep. <laughs> or read or watch movies I was going to say, I don't think something. you're supposed to actually go to sleep oh. on these cars. <laughs> well, that's why you need a chauffeur. Yes, I yes. would love a chauffeur. Oh, that'd be great. Okay, well, I think this probably wraps up our our Christmas episode. Did you have fun? I had fun. I had a great time. Thank you so much. Thank you for answering my questions. Oh, sure. You got any other questions? I'm good. You have given me so much information. I know what ice fog is. (laughs) I know what... what, uh, crystal ice crystals are. I know w- that in 1888 was the wettest yeah. <laughs> Christmas ever. I I mean I my brain is full of trivia. Yeah, I know where they first need... started to give Christmas gifts. <gasps> I love it. Well, and now you know that the first song ever broadcast in space was Jingle, Jingle Bells. Bells. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Marilyn, you have a wonderful Merry Christmas holiday, everyone. We want to wish our happy holidays. If you have happy Kwanzaa, Hanukkah, I'm going to leave out something. So I'll, I will just broad brush it with a wonderful holiday season. And thank you for listening to our podcast. And we will be remounting this in January with our 100th episode. So it's, let's wrap this thing up. So be sure to look for us on Facebook at Stormdar Weather. Like our page and be sure to like or comment on our posts to have them show up in your newsfeed. You can always contact us through our Facebook page or send us an email to stormdarweather at gmail.com. Also, check out our website and our merch store at stormdarweather.com. Well, that does it for this time, so join us in January 2020 for the next edition of the Stormdar Weather Podcast.